Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Planet of Junior High Ministry podcast, where we are all about junior high ministry. Let's be real. Junior high seems like a completely different world in of itself. Although the junior high phase of life is different, unique, constantly changing, and very awkward at times, there is still ministry to be done. This is a place where we want to equip youth workers and share practical ideas about junior high ministry for you to take back to the context of your ministry. Thank you for your heart to lead the next generation and for jumping into the planet of junior high ministry. Here is your host, Tucker Music. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Planet of Junior High Ministry podcast. So today on the show, on the podcast, I was able to actually sit down and have a conversation with Brendan Craigle. Brendan Craigle is the young adult and student pastor of the Lighthouse Church in Orange County, California. Brendan brought a lot of enthusiasm about junior high ministry to the podcast today, and I can't wait for you to hear the insight and advice that he gives us and other junior high youth workers. So guys, excited for you to listen to the conversation between me and Brendan. Just tell me about yourself, like your role, how long you've been in ministry and all that good stuff. Sure. Yeah. So, um, so right now, um, I'm, uh, an associate pastor with, um, the lighthouse church mm-hmm. in, uh, in Brea, California, which is in orange County, about like I was saying, telling you earlier, 15 minutes away from, from Disneyland. So it's rough. Um, but somebody has got to do it. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, uh, we're a church of about 110, um, and we are, we just recently changed our name. Um, I am the youth and young adults pastor, and I'm also now our um, online campus pastor. So I handle everything digital. I've been in ministry for a few years now. Um, my first role was with a mega church in Central California. Um, I worked in their media department as a creative director, uh, did, doing video editing and um, different type of creative strategies things like that. We had a, a television show that I oversaw, um, out of, uh, that was on the Hillsong channel and on oh, our local cool. Fox network. Um, and so got my, got my hands dirty there. Um, I got a testimony that includes, uh, like many others, uh, a lot of bad things with bad people. Um, I essentially, um, was addicted, um, neglected my family, um, was running, as far and as fast away from God as I possibly could. Um, until one day I got high in a church parking lot I walked inside and, uh, and got saved that night. Um, I was a self-described atheist. Um, Mm -hmm. didn't believe that God could exist. And, uh, well, he proved me, he proved me wrong. Uh, one, one night at the altar. So, yeah. So, and then ever since that day, I've been in ministry. Um, mm-hmm. I obviously started volunteering and interning and things like that. And we, um, and we, uh, and then, so now I'm now, right. So it's kind of crazy. Now I'm, now I'm a pastor and, um, I went to Bible college for a year. Um, didn't really enjoy that too much. <laughs> um, not a big, not a big, uh, college guy. Right. So, yeah. um, so I've just been learning on the fly, just been learning on the fly. Um, and now I'm, I have an opportunity where I'm at to take my heart for, for youth um, mm-hmm. and young adults and the next generation and mash it up with being able to um, utilize my media and tech skills yeah. and, and knowledge. And, and what, what's, what's crazy is, you know, when I got into youth ministry, it was, um, 
everyone wants to do college and high school ministry, mm-hmm. right? And I think that yeah. that's the big and, and part of my vernacular here, but I think that's kind of the, the the sexy part of 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 ministry. And right, you have all these hype nights, and you know, and 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 mm-hmm. and there's such a blend of of secular culture with the Christianity mix, right? Like, like when I was a kid, I grew up in the Catholic church, but like the idea of Lecrae wasn't a thing, yeah. right? <laughs> like, like when I was a kid um, and now you have that stuff and you have big conferences now and, and there's so many students just on fire for God. And um, what's amazing is you, you, you kind of get involved and you see the high school ministry, you see the college ministry, you see how much mm-hmm. fun it is and this, that, and the other. And you kind of find, and I don't know, for me, this was where my heart was, is that um, I got into youth ministry and realized that the junior hires were um, such an underserved Mm. demographic within the church. Because it was like, well, are you in kids ministry or are you in youth ministry or are you in, um, like, where do you land, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that so many churches, especially the small church. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge um, fan of the community church and their role. And I believe that if you do ministry in a small church, you can do ministry anywhere because um, you wear so many different hats. But, but I think in these churches, so many times they want to they want to take those sixth, seventh, eighth graders, and even fifth graders kind of fall into that, right? Mm-hmm. And they want to, well, do we throw a video curriculum at them? Yeah. Well. Then you ask them and they get bored. They're like, "Hey, I'm 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 bored. I don't know what I I hate being here. Like this is I'm not learning anything. We get it. God loves us, but what's next, mm-hmm. right? But then you get right. Then you get that eighth grader that that goes that raises their hand after watching a video curriculum that's not really made for them, mm-hmm. and they answer their they raise their hand. They're like, um, "Yeah, so my friend is being bullied at school, and she's struggling with sexual identity." Mm-hmm. And you're like, these kids are going through real things, yeah, right. And so, and then the high schoolers, you just have fun with them, right? You throw you throw a bunch of pizza at them, and you play some video games, mm-hmm. and you give them a message, and they're all in, and it's cool, right? And that's mm-hmm. that's so much fun because there there's a lot more autonomy with those kids. Yeah, junior hires just get they fall into the into the into the that in between, and I f- find myself more and more as I go like. I have such a heart for them, right? Because Mm -hmm. they're still, they have the struggles of a high schooler, of like a young high schooler, but they don't have that autonomy and that, that mobility and that, um, right. That they still rely on their parents for so much, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's such a challenge, right? How do you do a junior high night on Wednesday when the parents don't want to bring them, but then they can't drive themselves, Mm -hmm. you know? So it poses their own challenges. Um, but I, I feel like you get into youth ministry so many times wanting to like, so you just see the high school and college ministry and you're just like, like, Oh, this is gonna be so much fun. Cool. I get to wear my skinny jeans and I get to, the, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And I get to wear t-shirts and I can preach in a hat and it's going to be awesome. Right. And then you get in there and then you realize that the junior hires are like so hungry and so yeah. underfed though. And I, so your, and your heart breaks for it. And that's how it happened to me. I walked into I, my, you know, I walked into kids ministry one day and, and the fit, the fifth and up, fifth graders, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth were in the classroom. Um, 
and I was I was the connections pastor at that point. So mm-hmm. I was in charge of like next steps and discipleship yeah, things. Yeah. And I and I had just taken on it had been thrown around for me to take on the role of youth ministry. And I walk in there and and I said, uh, they're watching this video and I just look at all their faces and they're just so defeated. Mm-hmm. They're just like the kids are right, you know, the standards the sixth grade pose, right? Yeah. And <laughs> and I asked them, I said, Do you guys like this stuff? Or are you bored? Mm. They're like, we're so bored. I just asked them. And yeah. I said, has anybody ever asked you how you felt about this? They're like, no. Mm. So, okay. Come on. So I said, let's, I said, you're coming with me now. So mm-hmm. literally what I did is I gave up my office because we didn't have a youth room that was usable. Um, I gave up my office. I moved into another, into the, I put my desk into the main office area. We reconfigured some stuff. Took my office, made it a small junior high, like a youth room, That's awesome, right? Man. Put in some mean bag chairs, things like that. But my heart was really for them, man. Like mm-hmm. my group is so heavy junior high. That I've like 99% junior hires, but you know, in the first, within the first month, 90 days of, 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 of really ministering to these kids, man, we were seeing kids from other churches come over that had never heard the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, we had kids that were unsaved. We had one kid who came to one of our, our movie nights at the end of the movie, I gave a gospel message and things like that. And, and mm-hmm. dad was a, was a cultural Catholic, as I call it, where he's a Catholic just because that's how he grew up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mom's a Buddhist. Right. And she's not even allowed to step foot in a Protestant Christian, mm-hmm. you know, church. So the fact that she's there is like groundbreaking. And, and I, and she, and she receives Christ that night. That's awesome. Right. Like, these kids are so hungry for it. And, um, and I think that we do a fantastic job of ministering to men and women and adults and kids. And, you know, and as far as like, you know, preschoolers and kindergartners and stuff, and then we do an amazing job with high schoolers and college and those junior hires just get so left in the gap. So that's Mm -hmm. my heart. So when I saw your post, man, I was like, yes, yes. Like, thank you. Like if somebody asked me tomorrow, what would you rather do? You could either take over high school and college, or you could take over junior. I would pick junior high all day. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and so when I saw your post on, on Facebook, I was just like, I have to, I have to, I have to put something here, you know? So, so thank you for reaching out to me personally. That was Absolutely, awesome. Dude. No, I agree with you hundred percent. I think within the past decade, um, that's kind of when junior high and middle school ministry is given, has been given more attention um, and there's a lot of different companies out there like Orange, Download Youth Ministry, who are putting out curriculum for specifically junior high students, middle school students, because you, you're right. They're in a completely different phase of life. Like in sixth, seventh and eighth grade, this is the time in their life where they're asking, why have we done it this way? Like that question, why always shows up. And it's them uh, getting into the realm, getting into the mindset that, hey, this this is my own thing. This is my own faith. This is my own relationship with Jesus. And you're right, dude. They need that space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, and they need it because they can't – if they, they're with the high schoolers and they get overran by the high schoolers mm-hmm. or they try to they, – they're so focused on fitting in uh, that they lose sight of why they're there. Yeah. Or that they get bored on the, on the other end of it. So mm-hmm. it really is a kind of a special time, and that's the time where they're – developing this idea of you know the first day i met with them uh, they loved the room they're like oh this is so cool and and um they said i said what are some challenges you guys have in your faith 
And they said, finding time to pray and not knowing how to read our Bible. Mm. And I said, okay, what do you mean by not reading? How do you, like, what do you mean not knowing how to read your Bible? They said, it's a big book. Where do we start? Yeah. How do we understand this? Dang, dude. And I said, wow. Like, you want to talk about just raw discipleship, right? Mm -hmm. And like any pastor, any minister, I should just open up and you're like, this, this is, is where moment. you're forming. This, this is it. This is that, 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 <laughs> like, that, like, right. This is happening. Yeah. And so, um, it's that moment where they're starting to choose whether or not they want to belong there. Mm. Right. Yeah. Um, they've reached that age where they, they, they're developing that passion for the word. They're developing that, that, that longing for the connection and community. And it's going to be, and, and think about it, like people, churches, a lot of churches, they live and die on, on youth and young adult ministries. Right. Mm -hmm. But then how can you expect to have a healthy high school group if you, if you're not developing them? Right. Yeah. Um, that dude, that, uh, that right there, that was one of the defining moments of like, Hey, this is what I want to do. I was at a conference and they go, Hey, you want to know how you have a successful high school ministry? have a successful middle school ministry and it's a, just a pattern all the way back to birth yeah. basically. And I was like, yeah, that's dude, my, that's, that's what my I first do. goal. Yeah. That's my first goal. As I, as I grow this more. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and as this expands into what it's, what we just are dreaming that it's going to be, my first thought is to separate the two. Mm -hmm. Right. And they give each one their own space um, uh, emotionally, spiritually and, and physically. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's so key. That's so key to, to, but you're right. Yeah. I mean, want to have a, high, a successful high school ministry, pour into the junior mm -hmm. high, um, and too many small churches, especially, um, don't do that. Well, they just kind of throw them wherever they, wherever they, they, they think they fit, you know? Mm -hmm. and, um, but it's been a lot of fun, man. It's been so much fun with these, with these kids. Um, I've only been doing it since December. Um, we didn't have a youth group. We didn't have a youth ministry prior to that. Um, and it's just been, man, it's been so much, so much fun just seeing them grow and, and be able to, uh, and ask those tough questions. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. I sit down like, Oh my gosh, like what, but these kids are going through real problems, you know, yeah. um, without getting into it too much. I mean, I've got kids that are dealing with blended families, split families, I got a kid, you know, on any given Sunday, you got a kid walking up to you saying, I'm being bullied. The next one is talking about mm -hmm. how they're struggling with gender identity. Right. And then you've got this other one who's, who says my parents are divorced and, and all they do is fight and I'm in the middle of it. And you've mm -hmm. got the other kid that's, that is got severe ADHD and, <laughs> and can't sit still. Right. Yeah. And then uh, you got the kid who's been up playing grand theft auto all night who falls asleep during your message yeah. trying to fix that. And, you know, all while, and you're trying to navigate all these things while like you're trying to deliver a message and, yeah. and, um, but it's right. But it's, it's funny. Then you take a step back and you're like, these kids are 12 yeah. and they're dealing with this. Like mm -hmm. I was still trying to figure out like my GI Joe collection you know, <laughs> <laughs> at, at 12 and these kids are having real problems, you know? Mm -hmm. And so okay. it's kind of crazy, man, but it's so much fun. Um, and it really kind of is a blessing to be able to do it. That's cool, dude. Well, it sounds like you're in a pretty unique situation having to build a student ministry and really junior high and high school ministry from the ground up. 
um, getting into this new role. So that that's just my question for you today, Brendan, is what is something you've learned along the way that you would pass along to anybody else in junior high ministry? Yeah. Um, man, I would say, um, if you haven't figured out my answers are typically pretty long winded cause I go on rants. <laughs> I'm, I'm a preacher, man. I'm a preacher at heart. Um, You're good, dude. <laughs> we, uh, we, <laughs> I would say number one, if you want to reach people, you need to go where they exist. Mm, that's good. And I think that's so true. Um, it's biblical. Uh, Paul says in the Bible, I'm all things to all people. So that more may be saved. Mm-hmm. Um, the back of my neck, I showed you my tattoo when we first got started. It says all things to all people on it, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like in order to reach, I think so many churches, so many ministries, they say, Hey, we want to grow. And they say, cool. We're going to have a youth night. We're going to do this. We're going to plan a trip to this. And we're going to write do bonfires. And then they just sit back and wait for kids to come to them. Yeah. You got to go get them. Mm-hmm. Evangelism. Go. The, the the Great Commission says, go, go, not here. Go mm-hmm. into the world and preach the gospel to That's all right. creation. Right. So we have to go. We have to get up out of our desks. Ministries, ministry, church is done in the street. Right. It's done among the people. It's, it's, I know for me, I want to be a friend of sinners. I want to be, I, I, man, like, right. It's, it's so, you have to be so evangelist, evangelism minded that that it's it's almost overbearing sometimes, right? But I think with that being said, I think we're seeing that today with the coronavirus stuff. Is you got to meet people where they're at. Mm-hmm. They can't come to your church on Sunday morning. Where are they going to be? Yeah. Right there on their phone. Right. Right there on their phones, on their tablets, on their computers. They're going to be locked into their devices. And I think we're, I think now because of this virus, we're seeing that among the adult population, the 40 and up population more prevalent. But guess what? Whether there's a coronavirus or not, or you're at Disneyland, a 12-year-old mm-hmm. is always here. That's just where they that's where they exist. And I think too many of us, especially, I mean, I'm 32, I'll be 33 in May, but even the generation older than me, you know, they complain, well, these kids would just get their heads out of their phones or out of, off, get off the computer, you know, um, we could reach them more. It's, it's not their job to come to us. We got to come to, we got to go to them. Yeah. And I tell people exist where they are, right. Mm-hmm. Go be a part of it. Right. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't see things that, well, why do we need an Instagram account? Why do we need a TikTok? Why do we need a Facebook, right? I think Facebook is pretty standard now, but why do I need these things, right? What's what's Zoom? We're on Zoom right now, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, like, <laughs> um, and we're seeing how it's connecting people all over the all over the the country, the globe. Mm-hmm. But you know, the biggest thing for me was, you know, my kids think I'm cool. My uh, I friend was my kids, but you know, my my group, they think I'm cool because I've got some followers on TikTok, right? And they mm-hmm. so they're always. Uh, yeah, Pastor Brandon, let's let's go live on your TikTok. Let's you know, let's make a TikTok <laughs> together and stuff like that. So I hold oh, making dude. a TikTok every Wednesday. Every yeah. Wednesday, hey, how, can we make this TikTok, dude? I have no coordination in dance. I can't dance one single yeah. bit. So I'll try, but <laughs> I, I downloaded TikTok on accident one day. Like I was just, <laughs> I was in. We were. It was. 
I was out in the patio on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd already gone to church, relax people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we, and, uh, and we, uh, and I downloaded that just to see what it was about. Right. Mm-hmm. And my background is in media and content and things like that. I, I pushed back on it pushed. No, 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 no. So I, so I downloaded it and then I made one and it got like 35,000 views on it. Good, and I was good. like, I was like, what is go- like, what, you know? And so <laughs> I started making more of them and they were just gospel messages. Like, Hey guys, yeah. whatever you're going through today, That's just cool. know that God's with you. He loves you. Like, he'll see you through it. You know, yeah. um, message of encouragement, knowing my demographic, knowing my, my audience that it was 11, 12, 13, 14 year olds. Right. And, and to them, faith and religion is so condemning because mm-hmm. it's, they see church the way that their mom and dad or grandma and grandpa see yeah. church. Right. Especially, especially, I mean, come on, man, I'm at a Baptist church. We, we're Baptist up in here, right? Like when people hear Baptist, they think blue polyester suit and we're throwing the Bible at somebody in the front row. Right. That, that's yeah. just real. That's oh, just dude, I'm, in Georgia, I'm from Georgia. Like, that, right, you that's know that's up, right? real. <laughs> right. Right. So somebody pound in the pulpit, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, repent or burn, you know? And so, yeah. um, what do we call it? Turn or burn preaching. Right. <laughs> and so that's how they know it. So how, how do we connect with them? Right. I've, I've had a couple people on my, my TikToks come on and be like super legalistic and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm like, listen, you're not going to reach people like that. Yeah. Right. So, um, so I started making these, these videos and I started doing um, lives, a lot of lives on TikTok mm-hmm. and reached a lot of people there. I mean, we've seen my first, in my first, two months of doing lives on TikTok, we saw 45 kids saved digitally, right? That's they, cool. we, we'd pray and I'd say, hey, if you prayed that prayer for the first time in your life or today you made a decision to follow Jesus, like give me a thumbs up in the comments or message mm-hmm. me privately if you're, if you're embarrassed or whatever the case yeah. is. And we were seeing lives changed. Um, we were seeing, I mean, dude, I'm telling you, man, we had a kid in there. His username was Hail Satan 666 mm. He popped him into my live, started trolling, right? Yeah. And and I and they're like, oh, Pastor, ban him, kick him out. I'm like, no, no, no. He needs to hear the gospel more than anybody else oh, in here good. right now. So he heard the gospel that night, and I addressed him, and I said, and we basically broke it down. He wasn't. He said he was an atheist. I said, you're not an atheist, because if you say hail Satan, that means you you, you worship yeah. Satan. That's so you're not an atheist. He goes, mm-hmm. well, I'm not. I don't really worship Satan, but I don't believe in God. I said, okay. Let's get somewhere. So I, I started running it through them. I said, I don't think you're an atheist. I think you're an agnostic. And I said, but I think you use the term atheist so that people, it's a hard stop. You don't have to answer more questions. Mm-hmm. That's true. Anyway, by the end of the conversation, I mean, he wasn't a believer, but he, you know, we, we worked through it and he said, he basically said, well, God could exist. I just have a lot of questions. Yeah. And then I said, Hey man, I'm here for those questions. Dude, Let's go. Come awesome. on, you know? And so we're seeing lives change and, and whoever says that can't happen, I mean, all things to all people go into the mm-hmm. world, all corners of the globe, right? To to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, right? Like these are these places that we're trying to we're trying to reach. How do we reach them? I mean, my little church here of 110 this past Sunday, we've we've yeah, we threw some ad money at it on Facebook and stuff like that, but we've reached fourteen hundred people with a sermon, you know, cool. like I mean, not right. It's not viral, but uh, typically on a Sunday we do a hundred and a hundred people. Mm-hmm. Two, three weeks ago we did ninety-eight. You know, yeah. on a Sunday, on one service. Right? Look how many people were able to reach with the message, mm-hmm. and and who's on social media? 
kids, yeah. kids, junior hires. They're huge on TikTok and Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. And for churches to not and youth ministries to not be in that, man, like just exist there. Even if you never make a TikTok in your whole life. Yeah. Right. But you're in there and you're among your 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 kids and saying, Oh, that's so cool, Jason. Like, man, that's awesome. Maybe you could teach me how to do that dance or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just yeah. existing there is so key because it builds connection. It builds yeah. and that's what it is. Kids want a place to belong. Mm, that's right. Holy Spirit will take over and do the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit will, will will absolutely right, will absolutely move. But if you give them a place right to where they can they can come they can belong they can feel the they can feel they can experience the gospel not just here but they can actually experience it yeah i that's so key mm-hmm. but in order to get them to to come to us we got to go to them right yeah. it's just it's just that's just how it works these days and to sit here and and right and to be like no we're not mm-hmm. we're not doing this we're not doing on we're not going on tiktok because whatever because the chinese own it and you know whatever the excuses are that people are going to hack our computers mm-hmm. no. right um i'm in ministry if they want to hack my banking information <laughs> good luck like, right like <laughs> you're not we're not we're not buying mansions okay so um but that would be my advice i know it's kind of a long way around it right and very anecdotal and things like that yeah. but my advice would be you have to go where they exist mm-hmm because if you don't, they'll, they're never just going to come to you. Yeah. They're never just going to show up. Mm-hmm. You can, you can get your kids, your current kids to invite their friends to movie night and to game night and to even to Sunday service. And that's cool. But that those fears of influence eventually collapse. Yeah. And then they're just, then, then you're forcing your junior high kid just to be that weird kid at school that walks around with tracks and flyers mm-hmm. right? To, to, to come to, to come to this. Yeah. Right. And so you've got to exist where they're at and no. don't make it weird, man. Don't make it weird. So many people make it weird. And I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that, that, that you got to wear this and you got to look like that. And yeah, dude, no, I a hundred percent agree with you with everything you said. Like, and the thing that I think a lot of uh, ministries, youth pastors miss out on is the seeds that you can plant by going where the students are. Dude, like this, just even TikTok, just that conversation you had with that one student, like you may never see the fruit of that, but man, you are planting seeds. You are doing what you are called to do. And I think so many pastors are uncomfortable to go where they're uncomfortable. I mean, just, just like you said, all things to all people, dude, that's what we're called. Like Jesus at the Matthew 28 says, go into all the nations, not just your neighborhood, not just your cul-de-sac, but go to where the people are. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and who knows in that live, yeah, I might've been ministering directly to that, that kid, Mm -hmm. that satanic atheist, whatever he wanted to call himself, that kid, but who knows who else was sitting in that chat. Mm, That's right. You know, so many times we sit there and we're having a discussion, we're ministering to somebody, maybe on the street or right at a store or something like that. But maybe that, that divine appointment wasn't for, me and that person it was for the person that walked by that had been struggling with their faith mm. right that that had said oh, i don't know how can there be a god right and then all of a sudden they heard something they overheard something that we were talking about yeah and they go oh, restored right like mm-hmm. maybe it wasn't for that at all maybe it was for the person walking by right yeah. um and sitting in the chats right like maybe it wasn't for that kid necessarily that day mm-hmm. but maybe it was more so for somebody else who had just been sitting there watching 
and goes, maybe it was supposed to teach somebody something that day. Man, I got to be bold in my faith. Look Mm -hmm. at this. Right. So I, I, I always say God's in control. And praise God that he is in control, right? Mm-hmm. Because if we were in control, we'd screw it up. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I full wholeheartedly agree with you in that. I, we, we, we um, go into all the nations, mm-hmm. you know, break down those barriers. Yeah, for real. No, dude, I think that's all good stuff. I, uh, I really appreciate the conversation, um, Brendan. And um, now I think, that's just something that needs to be a constant reminder is like go to where they're at because they're never going to come to us if they don't have a relationship to come to. Hey guys, I would love to connect with you on social media. Um, I'll link my social media accounts. I'm on Instagram and Facebook primarily. Um, but if you want to hit up the follow, that'd be awesome. I'd love to see what you guys are doing in your different ministries, in your different churches, and to see the amazing things that you guys are doing within your junior high ministries.